Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Good Place. Discussing season four, episode 13, the series finale titled Whenever You're Ready. Okay. I've been waiting. I've been waiting very impatiently to talk about this episode and to gush about how brilliantly this show ends. I'm just gonna say it. This might just be one of the greatest series finales. I'm talking like top 10, top 5 material of any show ever. It might just be in that upper echelon of perfect, perfect finales. This episode, like, it is so beautiful. It is so poignant it is so powerful and it is a pitch perfect end to a damn near perfect series and what makes this stand out so much to me what makes this episode stand out in such a big way what makes this stand out as like a very very unique finale is that it doesn't do really any of the things that traditional shows do, traditional television finales do. It doesn't have a big, climactic, final conflict. It doesn't have an arbitrary going of separate ways because the network decided to not make the show anymore. It doesn't have a big final reveal that recontextualizes everything that came before. There is none of that. Instead, this is a solid hour of our main characters. The people we've followed since the beginning. The people who have been with us through four seasons. 50 episodes. We see them just living their lives. We see them just getting to live out the remainder of their existences on their terms. We get to see their happily ever after. We don't just get told and then they live happily ever after. We see the happily ever after. We get an hour of it. And it, and there's something genuinely cathartic about that. Uh, and there's something that feels so satisfying and so genuine. It kind of closes this loop 
that we have in our heads. Like, we've literally followed these characters from the moment of their deaths to them deciding, you know what? I'm satisfied with life. I'm satisfied with my existence. And it's time for me to leave. It's time for me to go. And we get this episode over and over and over again. Some Baramis go by. And then we see one by one over time each member of our group get satisfied and leave the good place. Now, you do have the exceptions of Tahani who uh, goes to become a good place architect and uh, Michael who goes to Earth to become a real human. Uh, And those endings are perfect in both instances. Like, Tahani literally... Because one of the main issues with Tahani was that she kind of had everything handed to her. She came from a place of privilege, and she tried to use that privilege to (laughs) gain superiority over uh, her sister and gain her parents' approval, which uh, she never got. And by the way, a beautiful, 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 beautiful moment where uh, Tahani and Camilla uh, both see their parents after going through the test and uh, their parents finally express their love for them instead of just pitting them against each other. Like, that was great. Uh, But now we have Tahani going into this business, going into this business of uh, the afterlife architecture, the good and bad place joint architecture firm. And she's like, I'm starting as an intern and I'm working my way up. Uh, I am doing... The thing I never got to do, which was get by on my merits rather than my resources, rather than my privilege. Um, And that was a perfect ending for Tahani. And then Michael, who always was fascinated with human life, always wanted to be human. And now having no purpose, essentially... Uh, With the new afterlife in full swing, everything's great, everything's perfect, there's nothing wrong at all, Uh, and not really being able to get any fulfillment from anything else, just going through the system as any human would. And that ending is beautiful and perfect for Michael. That ending is beautiful and perfect and amazing for Michael. Uh, And we see other side characters getting their own little endings. Uh, We know Simone and John got into the good place and Pillboy and Donkey Doug (laughs) and Doug Forsett, like a bunch of people we know get into the good place. But then we also have Brand 2 <laughs> is on like attempt 15,000 something and it's just not getting better at all. He's doing very, very poorly in the tests. And we have Mindy who Eleanor goes to and is like, hey, uh, you want to you wanna take the test? You want to go through the new system? You want to stop being in this uh, in this medium place? And so we have this 
moment where Eleanor kind of takes Mindy out of her seclusion and brings her into the system. And we have the promise that Tahani's going to build her test. And if that's a beautiful ending for Mindy. Uh, I also love that Derek is now like the supreme being of the universe. <laughs> I love that Derek is now, like, he's been rebooted so many times that he's just, like, the supreme being. <laughs> it's great. The point of Derek's creation and the heat death of the universe are now inexorably the same. <laughs> it's great. It's really, really great. But, of course, the highlight of the episode... The big thing that really, really gets you is one by one our humans going through the door. Jason, and then Chidi, and finally Eleanor. Uh, and we see the big farewell party for Jason. We see the nice goodbye uh, to Janet, where Janet leaves him to go through the door, but he loses uh, he loses the gift he made her. And he spends, like, hundreds of years, literally centuries, just uh, <laughs> waiting for her uh, because it was in his other, other pocket. <laughs> uh, he he looked in the wrong pocket, and then by the time he found it, Janet was gone, and he just waited centuries for her to come back. <laughs> Which is a very Jason ending. Um, and I love, I love that they literally have, like, Jason, for those centuries, kind of emptied his mind and thought about the nature of the universe. It's like, he literally became a monk. He literally became what he was pretending to be <laughs> in the original Good Place neighborhood. Like, he became Jianyu at the end. Like, that was so, so perfect. Um, but we have Chidi uh, feeling that calm that peace and then trying to figure out how to split from Eleanor trying to figure out how to uh say goodbye to Eleanor and Eleanor not taking it well at first but then realizing no 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 this is what you have to do and you get the beautiful goodbye of uh Chidi and Eleanor because like I I, I actually looked this up because I was curious uh a Jeremy Bear me because that's what this time in this episode is measured in Baramis are almost a century. Like, Baramis, like, 99 point something years. So, they spent, like, hundreds of thousands of years in the afterlife together. Uh, and then seeing the end of that is just... It's lovely. Like, it is... A, it is a lovely and heartbreaking and beautiful moment. Uh, and then finally, Eleanor, after helping both Mindy and Michael... Uh, find their peace, find, get on the path to their satisfaction. Eleanor finally going through the door. Uh, we get the great uh, wave metaphor from Chidi, uh, quoting Buddhism, of like, the waves return to the ocean, and all of that, and that is just magnificent and perfect and profound. Um, but then we get this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful ending where Eleanor goes to the door and we see, like, the Eleanor's, like, kind of fragments of her soul just kind of spread out 
throughout the universe, uh, which we assume that that's what happens to everyone. And we see kind of one of the little Eleanor fragments fall down on some dude who threw away uh, mail that was wrongly sent to him. And it kind of inspires this person to take the mail from the garbage and give it to its rightful recipient, who is Michael. And we kind of get that nice, uh, when someone tells him to take it easy, Michael goes, I'll tell you this with love in my heart and all the wisdom in the universe. Take it sleazy. And that, and it ends there, and it's just, God, I love this ending. I love this finale so much. It's so good. It's such a good ending, and it's so wonderful and so amazing. Like, this is how you stick a landing of a goddamn show. This is how you stick the mother landing. It's so, so goddamn good. And I love this show. This, The Good Place is so fantastic. It's so hilarious, so smart, so clever. And it deals with a lot of these profound themes uh, in a very relatable, very digestible way. Uh, it tackles very, very difficult questions so, so perfectly. It's an amazing series. It's a, it is an absolutely amazing show. Now, that we're done with The Good Place. I have a bit of an announcement to make. About the state of this show. Unfortunately, this was the last season. Of the television archive. Uh, After over three and a half years of diving through television's past, I have made the very, very difficult decision to end this program. Now, let me make this very clear. I did not come to this decision lightly. Uh, I thought about it a lot. Um, in fact, while I was doing, while I was recording Good Place episodes, like, I would literally get into the cycle of recording Good Place episodes and then going, man, is this really, is this really my last television archive season? Is it, are we really ending on The Good Place? Um, I thought about that quite a bit for the last several weeks. Uh, but I have decided that it is time. Uh, as far as why... I decided to end this. It's it's not for lack of wanting to. Uh, if I had my way, I would do this show forever. I would keep this going on and on and on and on and on. God knows I have uh, no shortage of material. Like, there are so many shows. Honestly, there are shows on my Blu-ray shelf that I'm kind of mad we didn't get to. Like, I'm kind of mad we never got to The Leftovers. I'm kind of mad we never got to Chernobyl or uh, Invader Zim. Oh my god, I would have loved to do Invader Zim. Uh, Like, there's a bunch of stuff that I would have loved to tackle. But, this is really an issue of I really don't have enough time in the day. <laughs> like, I really don't. Um, I've been getting busier and busier and busier. I've been taking on more and more and more stuff. And it got to a point where 
Something's gotta give. Something's gotta... For the sake of my schedule, for the sake of my sanity, I gotta drop a project. And... Within that, within the options of stuff to drop, it really comes down to... This doesn't get enough... There's not enough people listening to this for the time I'm putting in. There just isn't. Uh... I put a lot of time into this show. I put a lot of work into it between uh, watching the shows, between recording it, uh, between prepping, taking notes all the time, uh, and putting it out there, and just uh, running polls and all that, and also television archive supplemental is a thing. Like, this is not getting enough attention for the time I'm putting into it. Uh, I'm just not getting as much bang for my buck as I would like to. Out of this show. And unfortunately. This kind of ended up first on the chopping block. Which is a shame. Because honestly. Of all the shows I do. This is. Probably my favorite. This has probably been my favorite podcast I've done. Uh, But it just ended up being a numbers game. Really. There aren't really a lot of you. As much as I love doing this show. uh, There aren't really a lot of you listening. So. This kind of ended up. This kind of ended up on the chopping block. Unfortunately. Um, now, obviously, you will still be able to see me all across the internet. I do a lot of stuff beyond this podcast. Uh, I host two other podcasts, uh, Clark Film, a show about movies and TV shows. I talk a lot of more current stuff that is actually on the same schedule as this was, which is part of the reason why I, (laughs) why this ended up, uh, dying. Uh, I also did that every day. I was doing two daily shows for a long time, which ended up being a mistake. Uh, (laughs) uh, but if you want to hear my thoughts on more recent films and TV shows, uh, clarkfilm.libsyn.com for that, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Uh, and then the Clark Sessions, where I just talk about whatever the hell I want, whatever comes to mind. Uh, I do that whenever the hell I get around to it. I do that whenever the hell uh, I want. That is a very spontaneous show, but that is at clarksessions.libson.com. Again, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Letterboxd, at TomTom4468 for all of those. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C, letter C, slash Thomas Clark Podcasts. Uh, I post video versions of both Clark Film and Clark Sessions on there, as well as uh, Blu-ray hauls, where I just show off uh, all the recent Blu-rays I bought. Uh, Yeah, I'm just, I'm in a lot of places. (laughs) I show up a lot of damn places. Uh, and I do too much stuff on the web. Um, I don't know if anyone listening to this show and this show only has contributed to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Uh, but that Patreon was never just for this show. That was for all of my work. So please, 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 uh, if you get any value out of my other two shows, uh, if you get any value out of what I do all over the internet and want to see more of it, uh, patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge us a dollar a month. Uh, I would very much appreciate it if, uh, 
if any exclusive television archive listeners are still listening to this uh, and were subscribed to the Patreon, I'd appreciate it if you stayed subscribed for those other two podcasts. And uh, and if you haven't subscribed, subscribe now. Uh, just do it, please. I need money. Uh, <laughs> I'm poor. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is it for the television archive. And now, before I walk into that uh, door and the molecules of this podcast spread across the universe, I want to give my final ranking of all the 19 shows I've done on the television archive. Because uh, I've talked about a lot of shows over the last three and a half years. Uh, I've been doing rankings for Television Archive Supplemental on the Patreon. But I want to do this final ranking for everyone. So without further ado, here is the final ranking of every show we discussed on the Television Archive. At number 19, we have Roots 2016. An admirable and solid, albeit inferior, uh, retelling of one of the greatest stories ever on television. Uh, At number 18, we have Cosmos Possible Worlds. uh, Certainly the weakest of the Cosmos trilogy, uh, but it's still solid and there's still a lot of interesting stuff in there. Uh, At number 17, we have The Blue Planet, a beautiful and really, really spectacular, really, really well done uh, nature documentary from David Attenborough. At number 16, we have Band of Brothers, a stunning and very hard-hitting World War II series. At number 15, we have Blue Planet 2. Uh, It's Blue Planet, but better, and it's an improvement on it in every possible way. Uh, at number 14, we have Cosmos, the original version from Carl Sagan that is still so breathtakingly phenomenal. At number 13, we have Batman, uh, the old Adam West Batman, uh, an insane, <laughs> just bonkers superhero show. Uh, we started this show with that, and that continues to be a highlight of this podcast's existence, and I loved, love, 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 love that series. At number 12, we have The Legend of Korra, uh, an Avatar The Last Airbender spinoff that's not as consistent as Last Airbender, uh, but at its best, it is every bit as good. At number 11, we have Cosmos of Space-Time Odyssey. Uh, just like the Blue Planet 2 is Blue Planet, but better, uh, Space-Time Odyssey is Cosmos, but better, and it's phenomenal. At number 10, we have Halt and Catch Fire, a criminally criminally underrated, period, Trek, uh, tech drama, not Trek drama, we never did get to any Star Trek, oh well, uh, Halt and Catch Fire, a really, really underrated, uh, period, tech drama, uh, that more people should watch and more people should talk about, and number nine, we have The Americans, a stunningly brilliant, uh, spy thriller, uh, Cold War II era Soviet spies in America, And just a lot of intrigue and amazing stuff. And it's great. Uh, Anime Rate is Person of Interest. A unique combination of spy thriller, superhero series, hardcore sci-fi, and uh, police procedural. Uh, And it's a very, very original and really, really fun series. Anime 7, we have Teen Titans. A superhero cartoon that that defined my childhood. At number six, we have The Good Place. We just finished talking about The Good Place. It's great. At number five, we have Death Note. 
One of my favorite shows of all time. The greatest anime I have ever seen. I adore that series in all of its madness. At number four, we have Roots 1977. Another one of my favorite shows of all time. And something that I think is very, very important. A very, very devastating and really, really powerful uh, exploration of American slavery that I think every single person, every single human should watch at least once in their life. At number three, we have Avatar The Last Airbender, another one of my favorite shows of all time, uh, and another pillar of my childhood, the greatest animated series to ever exist with incredible world building, incredible character work, incredible storytelling, just brilliant stuff. At number two, we have Fringe, yet another one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, that has these really, really brilliant science fiction concepts. Uh, really, really great. Uh, very, very cerebral and very, very complex storytelling. Deceptively so. Uh, that really, really keeps you on your toes every single second. And finally, at number one, we have Mr. Robot. My favorite show of all time. Nothing like it has ever existed or will ever exist. If you only watch one show we've covered... On the television archive, it needs to be that. Sam Esmail is a damn genius, and that show is magnificent. Alright, that's it for the television archive. Thank you for listening over these last three and a half years. Uh, by all means, check out my other stuff. The links and URLs I've, uh, I have provided already. And uh, take it sleazy.